Hi, welcome to the Xbox World Podcast. Uh, I'm Tim, the editor. I'm Matthew, staff writer. And I'm uh, Rob, the deputy editor. And uh, it's just the three of us this week. We're just going to chat about some bits and bobs and uh, probably talk some rubbish and answer some of your questions. And uh, Rob's going to tell us a little bit about how he spent the week on a sunbed in uh, in LA instead of going to the uh, E3 show. <laughs> Wrapped up the world's biggest yeah. expense list. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob brought back an expense list that topped £1,500. It was dollars. Dollars, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see our, ma- our manager's faces when he walks in there and asks them to just sign that off. They'll have a. That's the, uh, that's the American expenses, by the way. You have to put the British ones on a separate sheet. I don't think you'll be able to claim back that plastic surgery, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> what about the pecking? The pecking <laughs> no? plants? No. Oh, dear. No, no. They're no. a bit wobbly anyway. I'm thinking about asking yeah, for Yeah, get rid of them. Yeah, get rid of them. Yeah. So, um, well, I suppose we might as well start talking about E3. I mean, it was on. Um, Last week, was it? Week before now. Week before, yeah. yeah. Would, you like, right, would yeah. you like me to talk about the trip I went on just before that? Yes, yeah, you can talk a little bit about it. I don't know how much we're allowed to say about it, but... Um, well, it's been announced now. Has it? Okay. Because there was a... Although, I'm not sure how the embargo stands, but everyone knows it's, the game's been announced. Yeah. Basically, I went to San Francisco the week before to see the uh, the Godfather 2 at um, the, uh, the uh, Redwood Shores studio of EA. Who are also making Dead Space. Yes, got to have a little sneaky peek at Dead Space as well. Some amazing um, art they haven't released for that game that me and a, a colleague uh, from PSW were just lamenting the fact that why isn't this stuff, well, given to us for a start so we can make our magazines look pu- beautiful and pretty and release to the public, basically. You, you often find that, though. I mean, the amount of times you go to development studios and they've got, like, incredible sort of illustrations and artwork and stuff, just like... I mean, sometimes when we do exclusives with uh, with companies, we do get sent we get sent screenshots, obviously, and uh, and sort of supporting materials. And, and some of the supporting materials tends to be like drawings and kind of rough. But then you go to the development studio and see these absolute work, like you say, work of arts on the wall, and they don't. Know, what happens to them? I mean, more importantly, I wish I worked at EA Redwood Shores because it was a very hot day when we got there. Obviously, my kind of day. And uh, basically, the whole thing is built like a campus around a huge playing field, like four, four, you know, like a, a rectangle with a playing field in the middle. Went out there for lunch to the massive EA canteen, which literally serves the nicest food in the world. Sat outside, and EA have got their own, their own resident DJ, literally mixing it up on the decks outside, some banging dance music. Really? Whilst, uh, whilst like a 11 a side footy match is being played between the employees in the middle of the park. Absolutely, mm. mate. And I was just sitting there going, I didn't even live like that at uni. No. Oh yeah, it was like yeah, no, it was like the ultimate. It was like going to like <laughs> Yale or something. Well, the like thing that. is, Pat, to be honest, you didn't have the chance because most of the time you were dressing <laughs> up in cosplay costumes and fight- formulating massive equations. Yeah, like, and like, f- fighting on the banks of the River Durham <laughs> or wherever it was you were. <laughs> it was the College Lake. The College Lake, right? Yeah. I think uh, you I should point you should point people towards your videos I on, did last uh, on YouTube. Oh, did you? Oh, right. Okay. I wasn't here for the last. Don't podcast, think we need to reiterate the URL. The, so people will have commented at, at how much they liked the cosplay. That how much they liked, they liked it. it. Yeah, yeah, they really right. liked it. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm sure. But I'm, they just didn't comment on YouTube. I got called was, a, a few names on YouTube. <laughs> was liked in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> did it have a little like prefix "dis" in front of it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, back to the Godfather. Yeah, very yeah. interesting kind of move on the part of EA. I'm obviously, again, not quite sure how much you're allowed to say in this, but it's a kind of a mix between a... Well, they're saying an RTS and a sort of sandbox game, but um, there was something called the, the Don's Eye View. It allowed you to zoom out of the, uh, like the city, and there's, there's a couple of new cities in the game. 
had a little bit of variation. Um, and, and basically, the whole emphasis this term is, is, is upon strategy. I think um, the producer, Hunter Smith, already reckons, somewhat debatably, that they've already got the best combat and some of the best driving in the sandbox genre. So now it's just a, a matter of adding this sort of extra layer. That's quite a claim, isn't it? Massive claim. <sighs> yeah, and I'm not quite sure. I think they definitely <laughs> have the best hand-to-hand combat, but how, how often do you use hand-to-hand combat mm. in sandbox games? As soon as you get a, a bloody gun, mm. you know, you forget about the old 50 mm. cap. It's certainly an interesting approach, though. I mean, and, and you know, our, our feature next issue is definitely... I mean, your feature is really good, Rob, and you should, you know, people should definitely check it out because it's very... It's a very intriguing, some would say very brave kind of change of direction for the series. I mean, the first game had some very good things in it, but also some slightly average things in it. Um, Stuff like the driving wasn't very good last time around, but this time around they seem to have almost jettisoned it, that it's more a part of organising your troops and maintaining Mm. your kind of business rackets, forming alliances to take out other rackets and stuff like that, and... um, yeah, again, it's intriguing. I mean, I was, I was definitely kind of sold on their vision for the game. Again, it was very early doors, and we're very lucky to get, you know, a, a pretty pre-alpha exclusive look at the game, so I definitely don't want to be too harsh on it, but mm. um, got a little bit of work to get, a little yeah. bit of work to, but um, moving on, because there's a lot of games. So yeah. after that, I jetted off to LA, not bad life, mm. um, quite tired, but, you know, taking one for the team and all that. Yeah, Rob's, <laughs> uh, Rob's tired... Uh... T- tired uh, almost every day I'd say probably I don't know Matt what do you reckon probably get to about th- 11 o'clock in the morning and someone <laughs> pipes up and says God I'm so tired today <laughs> really tired well what did you do last night oh nothing really just watched a bit of TV played a few games <laughs> went to bed at half ten just really tired that's because I'm in at the crack of dawn not like the rest of the Xbox world team it's hey I'll have you know I'm Tim's in, I'm, in, in Dor- I'm over Dawn's crack wow. as well Tim's always in who was in, for, who was in first today yeah well I was late this morning because of the traffic wasn't it anyway so um, yeah E3 um, bit of an anticlimax. on my first E3 um, and I had to listen to the bloody old handers going on about oh you know bad gum it's not as you know not as good as it was in the old days and the conference hall used to be packed with loads of like painted ladies and kind of geeky American fanboys. Um, the Games Pavilion, which is kind of like the show floor, you know, as it were, where, where you, you were able to get hands-on, um, was literally tiny. It was like a little broom cupboard. It was really, really sad. But saying that, it was fantastic to get down on the ground, play a load of, like, not just Xbox 360 games, but also had, a, you know, a good look at, a, like, Killzone 2, a Motorstorm 2, um, having a little look at some of the Wii stuff. Um, and I kind of come to the conclusion that 360 is still where it's at, I think, at the moment. And uh, we're, we're with the best console. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, you know, I mean, as everyone knows who, who, uh, who listens to the podcast, we, um, we don't, we, we play without prejudice on the Xbox 360, uh, we, you know, um, on Xbox World, rather. You know, we, we do play our 360s, obviously, mostly, but uh, we have PS3s and Wii's, and so we, we have no prejudice towards other formats. But I think it's fair to say that Killzone 2 was. Very disappointing. Visually. It's amazing. Visually, it is absolutely amazing. Like it possibly... Okay, yeah, it has got the whole... It is, is, is dark and grimy, and, and in that case, it's quite generic, but visually, it's unbelievable. It just looks like a different level, to even, mm. I say, something like COD 4. Um, maybe only Gears of War can kind of match it, and yeah. even then, it's struggling. But you, I've been playing COD 4 quite a bit recently, and, and the, the great thing that COD 4 does, that so many of the shooters just don't seem to, is they'll, they'll have... 
you know, one or two hit kills. Do you know what I mean? That you don't have to pepper people with lead. Yeah. Kill zone is like, oh, I just shoot someone in the face like 10 times to kill them. It's yeah. just driving me mad. I hate, I hate shooters like that. Yeah. Uh, the reason I love, I love stuff like um, Rainbow Six and, well, certainly old, older Rainbow Six and, and Hitman and Splinter Cell and those kind of games is because it is very much like one shot down, you know, and there's no like arsing around. It's all about the, it's all about the planning of the kill rather than the actual just peppering things with, like say, peppering things with bullets. To me, that's just not an appealing quality in a shooter mm. when you have to like some, just some bloke takes about 12 bullets to put down. That's why I um, almost exclusively play one hit kill multiplayer. Yeah. Like on GoldenEye and Time Splitters 3 it was. Just all the time, one hit kill. Yeah, it's, I mean, that was the only play to play. It's the chase. It's the fun's in the chase. It's not yeah. like in yeah, getting the, knowing where the body armor is, and if you're being, you know, if you're being shot and running away, getting body armor to top yourself up, and then getting a bit more health. That's yeah. I the real tournaments of this world kind of like it that you've got two <laughs> tanks going up against each other, and it's it takes like half an hour to kill each other, and it's like who can get to the health recharge first yeah. or whatever. Where it's much, you're absolutely right. It's much better. It's all about. I think it even levels the playing field as well a little bit if one hit kills because it's you know, eh, you know eh, you've only got to make one tiny mistake and then you're mm. you're down you know and uh, I think it's I think it's a good a good way I, I've always played one one hit kill always you know on Goldeneye like you say I mean it was the only way to play it on Goldeneye one one hit kills on pistols brilliant uh, I was a bit of a pain I did used to do one hit kill but then put proximity mines on the library oh, that was great and just well, stand yeah. at the top and just this put every spawn point just proximity mine yeah. there'd be like a sequence of like seven deaths in a row and I'd just like win no problem I, I was just doing the um, the, the gilly mission on um, COD 4 yesterday for the first time ever I just loved the bit at the end next to the ferris wheel where you had to hold out till the chopper arrived Oh, you I had to know, lay the claymores down I did that on veteran and I tell you I didn't love that oh, yeah, I hated I it I had to exploit a glitch in yeah because I'm know. playing it on medium, and I, it's, I, I was saying today, I find it quite hard. Basically, I just keep getting blown up by grenades, which I know I'm allowed to throw them back, but it's just saying it's just not in me to run towards a grenade. Mm. When I see one on the, land on mm. the ground, when the grenade <laughs> icon appears, I just don't have to, I try and leg it away, and it always seems to kill me. But um. So one of the games that actually you, you thought was a standout, Rob, was a shooter at the show. Mm, absolutely, yeah, Project Origin. Yeah. Um, again, it was a disappointing E3 in many ways, and not least of the quality of the games I, I actually got to play um uh, that being said i didn't get to play some of the biggies like gears of war 2 i did get to play but not single player um fallout 3 i chose not to play because i'm hoping to do the review but i digress and in that respect project origin is a great game i reckon it's going to get high eights nines uh but as terms of in terms of a shooter it was as, as solid as any i've played in quite yeah. a while um Maybe not quite up to COD Four standards, but I think it's just like a, the package more than anything with Project Origin. It's like it's got ticks all the boxes. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like maybe it's not the best shooter ever, but it's just got a load of ton of other stuff that just yeah. chucked at it, which really elevates it. The, the particle effects are still ramp ramped up to new levels. It really feels chaotic when you flick on the slow mo. You hear the slow motion shouting of the psychic soldiers as they flood like somewhere where you are. And it all just goes off. You start so rapping. much blood, and it's like yeah. it looks. Sam's it really looks really nice as well. It's like all big globules, yeah. red, just flying really everywhere. Really satisfying. You? Every shooter should have blood. And it's it's got a variety of. I've, I've actually only played the city level. Started off in a subway, worked my way up to the, the city, and even that, which is still quite grim, because it's just thinking a city has just been hit by a what appears to be a nuclear bomb or whatever. So it's an absolute wreck. But there's still a lot more vibrancy to it than in the first game. And the coolest bit I, I, I experienced was, I think I've, I've told this story about a million times, but I came to this, this huge like lake of water with a, with a massive, massive mech, uh, submer like kind of partially submerged, and all this electricity cracking over it. So you look up, see the electricity conduit, shoot it, 
water, you know, water gets becomes de-electrified. The mech starts to get up. You're like, I'm dead. And then the front portion of it opens and you're like, oh, I get to go in it. Um, which again is totally incongruous with kind of the original fear. Like yeah. you're this one man against like basically an army. But man, it feels good. It allows you to get a bit of payback in. And who doesn't, you know, I love giant mechs. They're great. Yeah. Who doesn't like giant mechs? Yeah, exactly. Mechs appeal, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Project Origin was 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 great. Um, wasn't so impressed with a couple of Capcom's efforts. Um, although obviously we're not talking Resi Five here. No, so much. no, no. Resi Resi Five was great. Very much Resi Four with nice graphics. Nice and online co-op, which we revealed which last we revealed year. Ages yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, well done on that one, Matt. But you know, looked great. But it was just, it was. I'm more interested in kind of Bionic Commando. Dark Void because they're kind of you know new yeah, IPs yeah. or re-envisionings of IPs. By the Commando, freaking hell, <laughs> what a stinker! <laughs> they look nice. I mean, it's worth saying. Um, Bionic Commando Rearmed comes out in a couple of weeks, I think, on Live Arcade. It's part of the big five games coming out in the in the coming month on Live Arcade, and a lot of people are really excited about it. Um, don't don't hike uh, your expectations out too much. Well, no, it's it's got problems yeah both was, of them have problems i was chatting to chatting to um sean on games master and he really liked it rearmed it, it's certainly split opinion yeah um but i know mike's done it for us in our next issue as a review and he doesn't hold pull no. his punches mr gaffer <laughs> not <laughs> one to pull his punches so the the xbox 360 version yeah just just seemed like a i hate drawing parallels with lost planet because it's not really like it but aesthetically it kind of yeah mechanically it kind yeah. of looks like it's got just got really, really weak third-person shooting. You know that generic third-person shooting. It just, you know, sort of dark sector, but like worse. Just, mm. just drag. Just so boring now. So everything rests on the swing mechanic, right? <clears throat> what a shocker! I mean, like Spider-Man Two did it better so many years ago. Obviously, it's not quite the same. You can't just grab web out of anywhere, and you've got to hook onto things. But I think the reticule is where the problem is. It's so unforgiving. Now, again, this is obviously one of these things they could tweak, but. Just seems to me that from what I played in the demo, and like I said, it's it's only a small portion of the game that it just feels too contrived, mm. but not even in a good way. Mm. It's like if they were giving you like thrilling, swinging sections that you know felt very forced but exciting, I could deal with that. But just so all I remember doing for like the twenty minutes I played was just falling down, like trying to hook up, trying to get a swing going. It's so unforgiving. Um, so with a bit of trepidation, I moved on to Dark Void. Which was um, had some great ideas, but again, too much generic third-person rubbish show blasting. Mm. Um, didn't that, not, did no one realise when they started playing like Resi Four that you could do this really, really well if you just got the feedback right and you got the animations right? Do not want to stand next to something that literally doesn't even know I'm there, just peppering it with bullets to which it doesn't react. <laughs> mm. Again, I know it's early on, but I just. I just got no. I just worry about these games. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, these sort. Of, the, the thing is, these these games. You know, those two games you mentioned there. I'm not just picking on those two. I mean, there are other examples of it as well. But, I mean, those two games there. I mean, they've been in development for ages. A year, year and a half, maybe even more than that. Mm. You know, and um, after a year, year and a half in development, I mean, you expect something a bit more than that. And I think also you've got a certain idea at that stage just how good a game's going to be you know based on based on our experiences of seeing early code and stuff i think you know unless there's a radical radical um you know change of of 
ideas and 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 structure and stuff. Those those games aren't going to deliver the kind of high scores that. To its credit, Dark Void's got a few little tricks up its sleeve. Yeah. It's not just about that kind of stuff. And in fact, its main draw is the rocket pack. There are sections where you'll be kind of flying between the shooty bits. They were fun. I really enjoyed them. There's a bit of like verti- like there's um verticality was a big theme in E3 this year. Not so sure about it myself, but one of the in Dark Void that's implemented by the way. You know, in God of War, when you would do the mountain sections and you start off at the bottom of the mountain and you kind of gradually jump and work your way further up it. Very similar to that, um, but using your, your jetpack. Visually, those bits were really, really cool. Very basic, but nice little intermissions. And then obviously you've got the Crimson Skies heritage of the studio and so you've got a few flying bits. It didn't feel great, but at least you have that variation. And I've got a lot more faith in Dark Void than I do mm. in, in Bionic Commando. Yeah. Um, but overall, you know, Street Fighter was great, though. Yeah. Capcom at least had a beefy lineup. Do you know what I mean? I had some, like, I went over to their stand and played some kind of good games. Um, Midways wasn't quite as impressive. Um, the Wheelman's still looking. Yeah. Not bad, but, well, <sighs> just average. average yeah. You know, there's so many games that are pushing the envelope in that respect. MK's not too bad. MK versus DC's not too bad. Yeah, I got a little bit of stick for saying I quite liked it. But, Um, I mean, it's had a lot of... I mean, you came back and said you thought it was all right, and uh, I think Mike was was literally the most offended man in the world. But, (laughs) I mean, since then, a lot of people have come back and said, actually, it's not bad. It's it's so basic. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's... It's taken a very old school 2D feel. Mm-hmm. It really is. If you've played Mortal Kombat before Street Fighter, you can really get into this. And I think the, the, the bonus it's got is I really like some of Mortal Kombat's key characters and the way that they've been able to jettison some of the, the nobodies that have kind of made up the roster in the past and complement that by bringing in some brilliant DC guys like mm-hmm. you know, Batman, Superman, the Joker, stuff like that. They're great as well. You know, it, it, they're really. Re- I, I'm not a big comic fan, but I really, really appeal mm. to me the way they've, they've kind of gone gritty and old school with the depictions of those characters. Yeah. Um, I just think it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's honestly, I would not put up against Street Fighter 4. That will <laughs> blow it away. But I can see it scoring sort of sevens and stuff. And like, you know, if the fact, you know, fanboys maybe giving it even a bit more. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I am a big comics fan and, uh, and, and you know, I must, must say that the idea of the game appeals to me just based on the fact that it's got DC characters in it. You know, I'm very jealous of DC Online on... Uh, PS3 uh, mm. because I just that's like the ultimate that exp- would ruin your life though. Yeah, yeah yeah it would but um, I'd, it'd be worth ruining ruin it I think you know I was absolutely you know when they announced Marvel Universe Online uh, Marvel yeah, yeah Marvel yeah, Universe, Universe Online, Online I was just so stoked for that game uh, and when it got canned I was really disappointed because I mean the idea of and, and DC do I mean DC have some really dump characters Superman Superman is possibly the worst Superhero in oh, the, the stars again in the history of comic books, just because he's, he's not as rubbish as that that guy you were looking at today in those screenshots of Spider Man. Who's the that? jive talking hero? It's oh, Luke run- Cage. Yeah, he's yeah, every day. yeah. Luke Cage is a well, yeah. Luke Cage is a bit like Superman. He's just like basically invincible. But but Su- Superman is a, is an alien superhuman, so literally can't be hurt in any way. And he's got the worst villains in the world. <laughs> He's got. I mean, his best villain is Lex Luthor, which is just a bloke. A bald man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just a bald man. He's well, got terrible villains. The great thing about Mortal Kombat, though, I think it gets right even better than maybe even Street Fighter, is it does feel like, you know, you get that, you know, that proper, like, Batman 60, is it 60s, the Adam West one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of the old crash-bam wallop. You really, it's really meaty. When you punch them and you think, 
you know, you, you, they've got it spot on. Yeah, well, it's, um, the costume and stuff is 60s, 70s era Batman. Yeah, well, there you go. But like, and the way you can just drive people through the level, like literally pummel them through three layers of a level, and you're just like smacking them in the face the whole time. It's like really, really brutal. Yeah. Um, which is what you want from a fighter, really, you know, like yeah. a lot of feedback and kind of, you know, feel satisfying. Yeah. Um, Talk about Midway, but what was uh, This Is Vegas like? Oh, I got a little bit of a soft spot for This Is Vegas. I mean, like, <laughs> oh. the demo I had for This Is Vegas, apart from the Texas Hold'em bit, which I was like, yeah, can we move on, please? Um, was the was a fight was just a fight outside a casino where a bunch of mascots basically dressed in ever more ridiculous regalia sort of charged out of the uh, charged out of the casino and like I had to beat beat him up. I mean, it's just apt. Oh, it's just so surreal. I was just thinking, go standing, and going like, what am I oh, doing? Oh, that, that game just no, uh, that doesn't do it for me. I mean, it's like <laughs> fight. It's like okay, I can I can go for fighting. And then it's like drive. I'm like, well, okay, the driving looks utter garbage but yeah there's nothing wrong with driving there's dance <laughs> it's like what the dancing's great oh no it's not don't and then, then there's a the soda cannon oh and then it's like wet t-shirt competition no bit, I don't I'm, know it's got a full frontal nudity in it that game I just did you see so weird talking of, of, of nudity and stuff, did you see I read the other day that Alpha Protocol yeah you read it's this? got sex in it's got sex full on sex in it Kind of full on. It must be like well, a massive. Well, no, I mean, not pornography, plainly. But <laughs> that, that, that was graphically, that was absolutely awful. It looked great as a game. Yeah. Although I'm scared that they've kind of implemented the Mass Effect kind of mechanics for the sh- for the combat. Well, yeah. Well, mm. just start finishing up my point on the sex in it. Apparently, sex is going to be like Mass Effect. So I think it's going to be a bit like aliens, and it's cut away. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah. You're not you're not worth your salt these days if you're an RPG and you don't have a bit of shagging in it. Yeah. I just think that's the way it is. I was quite impressed with Alpha Protocol. I mean, again, visually and, and, and technically it's a mess. Mm. But um yeah, I'm 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 an absolute sucker for a well written well written uh, RPG with the, you know, yeah. a lot of dialogue and, and lots of different ways to approach situations and um Obsidian don't have the best pedigree as a kind of hard, hardcore RPG for me. I don't I don't think much that I think they've always been the poor man's bioware black mm. isle. Um but again, I've, I've kind of lost my faith in Bioware after Mass Effect. I know it's controversial, but mm. I didn't love it as much as I'd love some of their previous stuff. So I'm reserving judgment. Um, with Sega stand, though, I uh, played a bit of Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, moving Good news on. Is, good news is the day bits are great. Bad news is the, the night bits are up there with perhaps the worst game <laughs> gaming oh, moments no. I've ever seen in my life. They are unbelievable. What have they done bad. to that franchise? Let's, let's I mean, just, let's just move on. The thing is, with the trailer, it looked like a return to form because it, it, the original trailer looked mostly like with three D graphics, but just like the two D plane. You cannot stop tinkering with it. Yeah. Just, yeah. You, you with, it, with your bit of QTE, which is like, well, that's kind of excusable, but then it just flips into the three D rubbish that we've had for the past few years with really? like Sonic Heroes and stuff, where you're moving left and right. I just think you, Sonic's oh. a Sonic's a creature of, of 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 days gone by, and it's just very hard to update him. And I just. I just wish you'd bugger off. But you know, I mean, like Nintendo have constantly reinvented Mario. But Mario, yeah, Mario had so much more depth to him than Sonic. Sonic was always a bit of a one-trick pony. I think that's I Sonic so, was yeah. just about speed. Yeah, I suppose. And so. as soon as he slowed down, like with it all the got a bit rubbish, stuff. got a bit sluggish. Well, yeah. yeah, even in the Mega Drive games, as soon as you stopped running, it all got a bit sluggish yeah. and rubbish. Anyway, I don't want to stick about Sonic. Um, Bayonetta was one of my sort. of... Again, it's hard to get totally enthused about it because it's like Devil May Cry times about three. Mm. Um, so Devil May Cry three. <laughs> <laughs> to the power of three. <laughs> yeah. Um, three to the power of three. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it was just just amazing. It's just a tour de force of pyrotechnics and totally obscure Japanese kind of like visual craziness going on and stuff like that. But some of the finishing moves in it were incredible. Like, there's one bit where you're like you're laying down this like thirty move combo on a guy. I, I don't know what he's doing. Presses his magic button. She like shoves him around. This massive like thirty foot high guillotine just like appears out of nowhere. She kicks him up the ass and he falls down on it. And the blade comes down and just lops his head clean off. <laughs> And then it just disappears again. It's just stuff like that. It's absolutely amazing. And then there was this boss fight where we saw against this enormous, like, big golem-y type thing with a big axe. You've seen the kind of thing a million times. And then when she kills him, this, like, hell demon made out of... It's like a, a, a hound made out of her hair mm. appears from another dimension. Yeah, I know. Bear with me. I was pretty confused as well. She emerges out of nowhere. It's, like, a thousand feet tall. Just, like, gores this thing to death, eats it, swallows it whole, and disappears How again. How much hair has this woman got? She's got lots She's of got hair. She's got lots of hair. She's got lots of... They're going to do some rude things with her. You could, you could tell the kind of, like... Well, you know what? what? The, no, you know what the Japan, You know yeah. what Devil May Cry was like with its feet, especially Devil May Cry um, four. four with yeah. its with its uh, costumes. This is like this has got a hero that's a woman, basically a heroine. She got ginormous breasts. Guess what she does? The really? Yeah. Blimey. She's also got really, really tight like thong on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. Really. That's and, practical though. Just like Terry Patrick in Saints Row Two. Yeah. Though, exactly. Coaster. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the clever thing about Bayonetta is as she performs certain magical moves, her clothes change. What change in what way? Well when she's they like come going up. through combat when she's going through combos, right. her clothes are like morphing as she's doing the combos. Yeah. Basically she gets clothes. more and more naked with every like you know, it's just it's just So yeah. Last of Sega's games I saw, considering they pulled aliens, which was massively yeah. irritating. Um, and I devoted two hours of my schedule to see them just because I wanted to play aliens for ages. Was um was Storm Rise. Storm Rise, yeah. Otherwise known as Storm Reach and Storm Something and everything I refer to apart from as Storm Rise. Otherwise known as the game from the Total War guys. Yeah, uh, as, yeah, that's not Total War yeah. and therefore no one really cares about. Yeah. It's another game that emphasised uh, verticality. It was a, another attempt to get on the RTS bandwagon that people are just successful. Uh, it's really generic in certain places, but. Something about it, and I can't be bothered going into intricacies. Something about it, I quite liked. I think it's. A, I reckon it'll be a, a solid seven. Control scheme, though, they reckon they cracked it. Rob Taylor says, uh-uh. "Wags finger and face." <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm not sure about that at all. So you mentioned Saints Row Two, Pele. Yes. You didn't play Saints Row Two, Rob, did you? Uh, THQ weren't there in English form, and I damned if I could find them in American form either. Somewhere. Right. Um, but we saw it last. Friday just gone actually yeah it was one of our freelancers yeah one of our freelancers went out for us to have a look at it and uh, I haven't chatted to him on the phone yet but I mean he sent me an email and said that um, said that actually you know it that like like technically it's a bit all over the place at the moment the frame rate drops and um, and you know there's a lot of glitchy stuff going on but he said that actually it's it's pretty good fun he said that it's um, very dumb as you'd expect mm. not deep and uh, attempting to be deep and meaningful like gta 4 uh, in fact it's almost like the total antithesis of gta 4 really uh, lots of things explode you can drive and fly lots of different things uh, you can knock people over you can generally be massively violent um it's basically very juvenile yeah. but he said that it's really thoroughly good fun saints Row was always good for that i mean i really enjoyed it i went back to it a few months a few months back now and I, I don't know if I was blind to it the first time around, but it's got a lot of problems, like buggy, buggy problems. Mm. But uh, I mean, even so, in spite of that, it, it was good just to pick up a rocket launcher and start blasting the hell out of the city. Yeah. Um, and that's something that 
a lot of people went to GTA for and it just wasn't there. Yeah. So I think they'll find that Saints Row 2 is yeah. just exactly what they're after. And I think actually their, their marketing campaign with it has been very clever. I think I've said this, maybe said this before on a podcast we, we did uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I, I think they've, they've definitely marketed it as being like the, the yin to um, GTA's yang, you yeah. know, and kind of saying that all this stuff that you couldn't do in GTA, you can do in our, our game, you know. I mean, running around with the, you know, the doctor's paddles that you revive people. Yeah, just, that's right. That is quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the GTA backlash continues to surprise me and make me a little bit fearful of the score I gave out on it, just because people are just so feel that the city is a bit restrained. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, in that respect, Saints Row 2 is uh, it's kind of up in the ante by about mm. a million notches. So, yeah. It's, it's I think the technical issues aren't that surprising to me because I remember seeing Saints Row... The first Saints Row uh, about uh, six to seven months before it came out, and it was literally all over the shop. Mm. I mean, it was the slowdown was absolutely horrendous in it. Um, and I suppose the thing is, it's such an ambitious game in a way that that it is it is going to have technical issues this this far out from release. And I think it will have technical issues when it's released as well. There's you just you just can't see them addressing every single no. little little bug in that game. When I played it in April or whatever, it was it was unplayable. Mm. I, I could you know, barely do anything without it crashing or yeah. quitting out the game. Or, but um, yeah, I mean, you don't. Ex- I don't know if I, I expected quite so much this time around because after all, they made Saints Row, so they should just use the same tech with that. Just you know, put in the co-op mode yeah. and stuff. It should be a lot more stable at this point in time because it's out in October mm. and we're what August next week. Yeah, yeah, we're so very it's soon. Not a lot of time. It? No. At this point, it should literally just be, you know, just polishing up graphics, doing a little bit. It's amazing how things come together though. Because I saw two, two human on the E3 show floor. It's a bit sad really because no one was playing it, and we're we're not sure about having played yeah. the preview code mm. extensively that it's quite as good as we were hoping. But um, that seemed to have come along technically miles uh in the the difference between this code that was on the show floor and the code that we've been playing so yeah i think the thing with too human is that it's uh like you say i mean like the we had some concerns that the frame rate and stuff were bad in the version we had but that, like you say that seems to have been addressed you know the vi- the visual seems to have been sharpened up a lot um you can see why they took out the full player mode though yeah it's just it's very it's just got a lot of deep-rooted problems in it that I think have come out of, of a, being a long time in development. I think part of the problem as well is that it's a dungeon trawler and there aren't... I suppose you have had a quite a few of them on console, but it's very traditionally a PC kind mm. of thing and I think console gamers maybe aren't ready for it yet. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, hopefully Diablo 3 is going to come out on the, on mm. the... And then that'll just... That'll kick too human into next week and yeah. Blizzard are the masters of it. So yeah. we'll see. Um, do you want to get back to my E3 summaries? Not really. Right, bye. <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> um, I'll play Golden Axe. Yeah. Whoa. Beast Rider. Yeah, it's not bad. Combat's okay. He's very bloody. He's got a bit of boobies in it. But it's, 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 it's... Well, no one seems to like Golden Axe anyway, apart from me, so no one will buy it. I like the original, but this just looks... Golden Cax, isn't it? Rise, r- Golden Cax, exactly. Uh, Rise of the Argonauts. Mm. A little bit better than Golden Axe. Not a but lot, not much. Not a load better than Golden Axe. No, it looks okay. Um, it's not quite as pretty as I thought it'd be. No. It's got some, you know, it's got some quite nice ideas with powers and stuff. But again, not really sure. Played a bit of Pure, which we've just got in the office. We've been today. enjoying no, that's in good. the office. Yeah, it's, no, that is good. Anybody, I mean, I'm a massive SSX fan, and I'm really hoping that the next one's going to, you know, be revealed mm. soon. 
Um, but anyone after more SSX is going to love Pure because it's SSX on quad bikes, and that's all you need You're to know. SSX maniac. Oh, I love it. It was like the <laughs> second game I got on the original PlayStation 2, and I just like played it non-stop for about three months. Nice. Um, but yeah, Pure. Yeah, but Mike absolutely loves it. I mean, Mike's been playing Pure in the office non-stop. Mike's such a love-hate kind of guy. Though. He is, but I can see why. I mean, it looks fantastic yeah, it as well. It's gorgeous. You look at like MX versus ATV and you're like, what the hell were they doing? You've you got Pure, which is like a gorgeous game and then you've got like the THQ racing yeah. games, which are just ugly as sin. I mean, Mike was playing it and saying that he loved it and uh, and Rob came in and said, yeah, but it's a total one-trick pony. He said, yeah, it is a one-trick pony, but it's a hell of a trick. I think that's the thing. I think it'll it'll end up levelling out after a while. Mm. I think Michael Michael probably end up feeling that it's Still really good, perhaps not as amazing as. Does have incredible graphics. It's but like, I think incredible graphics carry it through. Yeah, a lot, it just looks. I mean, amazing. there's a massive like a uh, adrenaline injection when you first start playing, and that can't be sustained over like ten or twenty hours. Um, but even so, it's, it's a no. I don't listen. I don't have play. anything. I don't really have anything bad to say about. It. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. But Motorstorm Two was better saying that when I played it. Um, yeah. Just a bit more varied, really. Yeah, it? it's it's a good game. Motorstorm Two. They seem to have ironed out the AI a bit. Not quite as iconic looking with the jungles and stuff as the canyons were in the first mm. game, but I was, was, I was pretty impressed. Had a go on Lord of the Rings Conquest. Yeah. Good. Yeah, really good. Very much Battlefront with Lord of the Rings, but very, very good. Um, had a little, had a little look at Dead Space. Very nice. Mm. I'm a huge fan of Dead Space. Yeah, I'm looks, really looking forward to it. Looks that. really, really good. Graphically amazing. Great sound effects. Legitimately quite scary. Great enemy design. Decent combat mechanics. It'll be a real winner, I think. I mean, well, sorry, Rob. I was going to say maybe not hitting the nines. No, but definitely a solid eight. I think I think uh, it's it has the potential to be a ninety percent game. From what I've played so far, it really does. The fact is, a lot of people, if if that was being made by Capcom, like if it was identical game, but if it had the Resident Evil name on it, mm. a lot of people would be like, yeah, it's another certified hit. Because it's something new. I mean, it's Dead Space yeah. by EA. They've never really done anything like no, this before. That's right. People are a bit apprehensive, but from what I've played, that's awesome. I think it's people are also are also a bit um, wary of you know like EA's track record with you know in in recent years. Certainly, and not maybe not the last couple of years, but before that, it was fairly up and down. You yeah. know, but they've really made a and and all credit to them. They've made a real effort yeah. to uh, deliver. You know, give games longer in development and deliver on, you know, new new IPs and stuff. And you know, maybe we're starting to see that with this stuff like Dead Space, which has had and Godfather uh, and Godfather yeah. and stuff. Had a lot of time spent on it. You know, I mean, stuff like them trying to get Take Two. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just same old EA trying to make money. Well, you can't really blame them for wanting to make money, but I mean, the sports games last year and this year are incredible. Yeah. What they've done with the sports games, FIFA in particular, I think, has had such a massive turnaround. Yeah. Um, although I know for for some people like Pez is still the the king, uh, FIFA I think this year is gonna be it's gonna be. I've heard some I've heard some I've heard some interesting rumours about Pez the new Pez. Word on the street is it is gonna be the bomb. Absolutely brilliant. That's that's we'll good, good 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 sources. <laughs> our spot our spies have glimpsed some code. Yeah, and oh. uh, we're we're told that it is the absolute bomb. But at the same year. time, we're massively looking forward to getting our hands on FIFA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, that that should be coming around pretty soon. I, I think I think Konami realised they got to raise their game yeah. this year because uh, last year, I mean, we we had a gr- we had a ball with it. Yeah, we we love Pez. There's, there's no point dressing up. Oh, well, I, I think me, me and Rob love Pez anyway. Matt's more of a FIFA uh, guy. I've now gone over to FIFA. Yeah, definitely. but um. But it was sloppy. It was a, it was a, it was sloppy work, but it's still a great game. Yeah. 
Um, but the, but FIFA really upped its game last year, and you know even I even I played FIFA, and I, I've always been a FIFA detractor. You know, I didn't never liked it. But but going back, sorry to to the the EA mm. stuff. I mean, you had Skate last year. Which yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, um, they've got Mirror's Edge coming well, out, which looks yeah. incredible. Mirror's Edge was great. Dead One space. of the stars of the show, Cliffy Beast's fa- favorite game of the show, along with uh, Resident Evil Five. When I interviewed him, mm. I mean, you've also got like what they're doing with Valve. They own them, but it's like just do what you want. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll like slap our name on the box, but it's all yeah. yours. And of course, when it's ready, no it, rush. It'd have gone over. It'd have just signed with them as well. So I think they're doing a lot of things right, and yeah. like, that's I mean that's not why I'm excited about Dead Space. I'm excited because I've played it a few times. I absolutely love the game. Yeah, but you know, there's people because i know people on the internet you, you go on forums and they're like oh it's ea it's gonna be rubbish that's you know you can't t- have that attitude no. it's gonna oh be no ea game. are a different animal these days they, in the last few years they've paid absolutely massive the guy, the guy who, who's in charge of them now is just speaks such a lot of sense as well you know just like really um oh, well i don't know whether he genuinely believes all this or not but he certainly comes out and says the right things and it must be mm. very comforting to the development teams they have to hear him sort of come out and say you know, we want to invest in new games. We want to make sure that they're the best that they can possibly be before we release them. You know, well, they made Boom Blocks, which is one of my favourite games of the whole year on the Wii. Mm. Absolutely incredible game. Mm. It's just Jenga essentially, but yeah. it's like how they managed to do that was it's incredible. It makes you, you know, you think EA would never have released it alone in the dark. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're saying that. I was ch- chatting to an Atari guy the other day, and he said that. You know, we gave him four years or whatever. How much more time can you give them? Yeah. It had to come out eventually. Yeah. Little Birdie tells me as well, right from the rumour mill, that Test Drive Unlimited 2 yeah. might be in the works. I think it will be in the, it is probably in the I works. I think we all knew that anyway. Let's yeah. just hope the driving doesn't take after alone darts driving. Yeah. No. I also, Little Birdie tells me that the PS3 version is going to have loads of that fixed, the whole new driving engine, uh, all the bugs... Well, it's not out until November, is Ironed it? Ironed out. So the new ca- the ca- new ca- new three hundred and sixty degree camera. So why didn't they just keep over this one? Mm. I mean, I really well, enjoyed I it. By the end, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Play Borderlands. Yeah. No, didn't play Borderlands. I'm lying. They were shown Borderlands. <laughs> uh, they, won't, they won't let they won't let anyone play it apart from the dev team at the moment. Um, looks looks great. Um, need to know a little bit more about the story and a little bit more apart from the fact that. I'm going to spawn a million weapons. Yeah. yeah. It seems to be like a trick that um, the, uh, the boys sort of, sort of seem to wheel out show after show. Um, but yeah, it looked good. I mean, I, I think it's coming along really well. I mean, Don't all the weapons look exactly the same? No, though? they've really, really checked. You know, oh, they've really, really, really mixed up now. Honestly, it's amazing. They showed us about 50 different ones. And um, they all look really beefy, like really like you know like a really interesting mix between like high tech and like how does that fit into the game now? I, i'm still a bit confused well, as to exactly what the hell borderlands is and so what is you like do random missions as well or i think yeah no i think the, I, I think i think there might be random ones and then there are certain set like right. bigger missions um just you sort of hairing it around a planet kind of like as a mercenary kind of what so it's like mercenaries but i guess yeah that's what i mean no one really no. knows what it's it about. might end up a bit like What's that Russian game begins with the precursors or something? Yeah, yeah. I've got a feeling yeah. it might end up like that. In that, which case, who's the gearbox yeah. chat? Randy Pitchford. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was—he's he, massively enthused about it, but again, he's not giving—he didn't seem to be giving that but much that's away. That's what I mean. He was about massively bo- enthused about Hell's Highway, yeah. and that looks massive shatter. Well, I played that. <laughs> I played that, and I, I won my my, my tepans. <laughs> I don't think it is shatter. I think it's. You play Blood in Arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lots. We've I had, really enjoyed it. It's just like that. Only nicer looking with a few little bells and whistles. I, d- I don't see how it's going to get anything but 
reasonably decent scores. Okay, it's not this epiphany. It's not like a next-gen epiphany, but I'm not it's looking not for that. Shat. It was just... Um, no, when I played it, it was just so basic. Like, really, really mm. basic. It is. And, like, you go inside and literally you can't see a thing. It's all pitch black. The only way I could shoot people is by letting them fire at me first and aiming at their muzzle flashes. And mm. I, I know stuff like that is going to get fixed. That's fine. But just at, at the moment, it's not the game that... That has been in development for well, three when years. I played it. When I played it, it seemed just like Brothers in Arms. Uh, that's all I can say. I don't, I don't know if that's an amazing thing. It's not. It's, it's certainly not a bad thing. Just you but, know, it looked all right. Looked but okay. ju just going back to Borderlands for a second. I mean, no, uh, don't ask me more questions. No, no, no. I'm just. <laughs> all, all I'm saying about it is that I, I really like the idea of it, like this sort of Mad Max kind of pitch blacky kind of feel. But that's the thing with it is that. I think no one really knows I what it's about. I think you've got a massive point. The thing that keeps getting demoed by, by old Randy and his team yeah, is the progressive weapons. weapons and they're very, very proud of their jump in, jump, jump out co-op. Kind of like, you know, being able to jump into anyone's, anyone's game and, and help them out. And I think they were just, I think they're really proud of that engine and the tech and the, yeah. the, the vehicle bits and that just the, the whole seamlessness of the world, which is incredible. You're right though, in terms of like, you know, what we, what we actually found out about it. And and you know, it's, sorry, Matt. It's been de it's been demoed twice now, mm. and both times the the demo has been exactly the same, basically. Which but, is, mm. look at all these weapons. Mm. How do the missions fit in? Is it free form? I mean, are there cities you can go to? Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. Know? we know that. That's that's all. I just think it's. I like, like to see like a prototype approach to the story where it's like this web of intrigue where you do. Um, I'd like to see prototype. Where's that gone? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but, like the approach to the story where you've got these nodes. It's like this big map, yeah. and if you do a certain mission, then it opens up like notes on that sort of side of the mm. map of story that would be quite interesting well i'm a half freeform approach to the story uh, well I, I just give them give them a bit of time i'm sure when brothers yeah. in arms finally finally comes out hoping to get I, the review in soon i do worry with gearbox that they've got taken off a bit off a bit more than they can chew yeah they got a lot of big uh, interesting alien well it's interesting aliens got pulled they got aliens they got borderlands they're finishing off brothers in arms mm. and they got a another big game yeah which they reckon is absolutely massive whatever that may be Mm. you know I don't know yeah I, I totally agree but everyone enjoy the conference the Microsoft conference not really no no I just thought before we move on to questions we may as well address the whole lips avatars dashboard you're in the movies yeah yeah I don't know I mean I've I've <laughs> I, I mean I, I've had my say on the podcast before about casual games I just think it's like uh, I just think it's totally the wrong wrong console for it yeah. first of all I think secondly we caught caught a kind of we basically came into the market um and said look we this we do casual games yeah if people want to make hardcore games for this system then that's fine but predominantly it's about casual games and what's happened is you've get you get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of blando games on there just for mums and young mm. kids and all that sort of stuff and it works and it works. It totally works i mean it's been a massive success for them and all credit to them but it works because they've got an amazing controller. Microsoft throwing their weight behind it and coming out with four, five games yeah. is not going to work because they're the only ones doing it. If Microsoft had came out, came out, if Microsoft would come out at the conference and said, here's three casual games and here's our motion controller, then maybe, maybe that's a bit better. But to come out with four, you know, four casual games or whatever it was and say, and say yeah, and, you know, it, it is four casual games on the most hardcore system out there. Yeah. Who's going to buy them? No one's going to buy it. I mean, seen it. Has anyone bought seen it? No one bought it. Of course they didn't. I mean, who's going to buy that? 
I mean, yeah. I enjoyed seeing it. Yeah, we enjoyed it because we got not... it free in the office, but you wouldn't go out and buy it, would you? You're in the or movies. Or would you, Pallet? <laughs> well, it depends if there were achievements. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the movies, though. That was... We, we, oh we, we've goodness. already promised, by the way, to put... We're going to definitely do a, a You're in the Movies Xbox We'll make a, our own movie we'll and, we'll stick it on the disc. and put it on the disc when we can. Starring um, Tim Weaver and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> Tim doing, with a different hat and a, yeah. with glasses and moustache. Bro, I know you want that film for your own personal collection. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, but that, like... At uh, E3, where there's a bunch of, you know, games journalists there, E3, you, you say into, you know, Takeuchi, move on, move on, we can't do any more Resi 5, get off the stage. Uh, hey, everyone, look at our fantastic game. And yeah. then it was like 15 minutes of yeah. this game that was just appalling. It's, it's just the worst. Massively self-indulgent on the part oh. of the Microsoft big oh. It's just the worst. Uh, absolutely, you're spot on. Don't do it, E3. In fact, don't do it at any game show like that. Mm. No. Because all you're going to get is you're going to get journalists who play games constantly all day. You're going to get hardcore gamers there. Don't demo for boring, casual games. Just yeah. don't, you know, I mean... I and certainly don't up, dance on stage for 15 well, I minutes. I think they were making up for time because maybe some of their other stuff didn't appear. And they were well, just... like Halo. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I mean, it's, you know... Yeah, absolutely. And what but... way to piss off fans? Because Bungie have been, like, dropping yeah. hints at this since May. yeah. Bungie have planned this since May to have this reveal at E3 and the day before I think um, it was pulled by Microsoft that's what we understand anyway that's not yeah. confirmed but um, I mean what a shocker they'd even started the countdown on the Bungie website mm. and then you know, they had to put a that. note on saying oh sorry guys um, <laughs> yeah. our publishers changed the plans yeah. that's ridiculous yeah. but I mean we know it's Halo because old Don Matrix said it's Halo so it's, it's definitely it's definitely a fourth Halo game Mm. Um, whether it follows on from Halo 3 or whether it's uh, uh, a prequel. I mean, we we're, we, we take a, a decent stab at uh, trying to uh, separate myth from uh, from fact uh, in uh, in the next issue, so it's probably worth checking that out for more. Do you want to do some questions then? Yeah, Matt? yeah, let's have a, have a few before we wrap up. Um, <laughs> I think we've actually answered Flaming Scotsman's questions which was what do we think of the conference it was a bit disappointing yeah still better than the Nintendo and Sony ones yeah together. definitely I think that Although was a... Sony's little big planet um that stole that stole the show by the that way that was incredible I, I had a little go on that 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 was that probably was the game of the show it's, I mean it's not the kind of game or or you know it's not like a cod or a, yeah or a gears or whatever but but in terms of inventiveness and Hope of, of a little little sort of spring of hope for the industry. I think little planet is something we should all get behind. Mm. I mean, the way that just they presented their stats and figures because no one goes to the E three to watch, you know, to see casual games at Microsoft's conference, but they don't go there for stats and figures as well. So if they continue to wheel them out, at least make it interesting. And that's mm. what they did. Yeah, that should that should really be applauded. Um, we music their way. <laughs> oh, don't Rick get started. Um, Rob, you said best game at show was Project Origin. What was what? the worst? I'd say in terms of how disappointed I was with it, probably Bionic Commando, but mm. it's very subjective. I don't really like to say what's the worst game. I'm probably end up being really good. Samata mm. <laughs> wants to know, well, he, he's saying, please tell me it was Rob who whooped at the announcement of Uno during the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a guy behind me. He was also the guy who literally had an orgasm when Final Fantasy thirteen got announced. <laughs> It was, I, was, I was back here, horrid, Rob. Horrid, horrid <laughs> yeah, noises. <that's> right. <laughs> what, did you have a live video feed to Pellet? 
<laughs> it was absolutely disturbing. I mean, I literally ducked. I literally ducked because I didn't know what was coming. Before you went, you promised us you'd, you'd be like... I was, a bit, I was sitting, literally sitting between our managing director and our group publisher. I was literally shacking myself I had to make, how to make small talk with too many salaries. I sort of combined make Bill Gates and Roman Abramovich look poor. So uh, it just wasn't, didn't seem right to do the, uh, do the whooping. So I apologise on behalf of our readership. I, I, I chickened out. It's not good Poor, enough. isn't it? Just <laughs> plain poor. I did move when Jobs on Matrix, on Matrix started doing all that stupid running just because I thought it was literally one of the funniest, stroke, <laughs> embarrassing things I'd ever you seen. You should have stormed the stage, torn off your T-shirt and started flexing your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> was there like much murmuring Just rugby tackled Duffy when she was doing a little... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what was the crowd's lips. reaction like, when you were there? Was everyone just like giggling and laughing at each other and saying, look at this? Look at these idiots. Or it's a bit of sh- mostly just the noise of uncomfortable shuffling. Yeah. No, it was all right. And I think the atmosphere was really good. People were really stoked. It was like the f- early on the first day. Yeah. Everyone had that kind of E three anticipation. Everyone thought something good was gonna. Yeah. happen. Yeah, you know, and we were like going, yeah, you know, because we were still like, you know, when you're still stoked for that because you think that the big thing is gonna happen at the end, and we're like, hey, look, hey, look. Yeah, it never happened. So we all kind of felt a bit cheated at the end. But it was cool to sit in and, and be there and see it live. And what can I say? Um, uh, one more um, by, how do you say his name? What do you say? Cyan? Cyan. 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 I hate people that use capitals and small cases. Sorry, not, not no. Massively controversial. Well, <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Rob hates you. <laughs> Rob, Rob doesn't like you very much. Sorry about that. If you want to fight him, just um, just write into us and we'll arrange a, rearrange a fist fight. Uh, Obviously, I, I like capitals at the start of names. Yeah. <laughs> which is not not in the middle of them. Um, if you want to know if there are any discontinued game series we'd like to see brought back. Well, I'd I say want, I'd I like to see all... a new Legacy of Cain series. Yeah. Um, it's a good shout. I asked, I asked the Tomb Raider guys about that. And they said, yeah, it's all about Tomb Raider. These it's days. a shame because they've done wonders with Tomb Raider. They've turned that series around. But, really but, but Tomb Raider is a cash cow and that's the yeah. one they'll use. They did say they might think about franchising it off to another part of their another right. leg of their development studios, which probably means it won't get much time to do this. So unless Crofty kind of, you know, fades fades to black, I don't think you're going to see a Legacy of Kane game for a while. Um, no. um, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm a bit in that, like, it only came out on, P- I think it was PS2. 24, the game, isn't it? Wouldn't mind another 24. I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm well into a 24. You didn't like the first the one, did you? Surely not. I thought it was all right. Oh, I hated it. You get into the when, spirit when Kim's of it. walking around, and she's just like, I'm with CTU. And it's yeah, just, but, oh, but it Kim's, so Kim's, uh, Kim's the worst <laughs> character in it, though. Wait, I, 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 just to fill uh, readers in, um, me and Matt were talking about 24 season five this morning because uh, me and Mrs. Weaver are in the middle of watching it at the moment, and uh, and uh, I was really, really enjoying it up to the point Kim came back into it. But I don't know, good Doesn't 20 she come back as a mentor? As a mentor or a mental? <laughs> a mental. Is Kim the hot one? Yeah, he's a, yeah it's his daughter. Um, yeah, she comes back with a psychologist or Psycho- psychiatrist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they get locked in that room. But um, sorry, I'm not going to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it. But you just it, have. It, <laughs> well, they, they get locked in a room. I mean, it's not a say Ro- Robocop's in this one as well. Robocop's in this, and, yeah. Uh, Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee and um, uh, Warlock, if you, that's a little-known 1980s uh, <laughs> fantasy film. It came out around the same time Tom as Highlander. I thought it starred Billy Warlock of Baywatch Faith. That's not the Cruise one. What's the Cruise fantasy film? Oh, that's called Legends. Oh, Legends, yeah. Ah, okay. No, Warlock. Oh, horrible. Warlock, Rob, this, is, this will interest you. Warlock came out just after Highlander. 
Ah, right. And it's a bit like Highlander, bit highlight, yeah. but better. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's generally impossible. you should check it out, readers. Warlock. It stars Julian Sands and Richard E. Grant. It's brilliant. It's a good cast. It's written by the guy who wrote Pitch Black. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, that sounds awesome. I, I don't know. Uh, I always get into this retroy mood. Probably something like I'd like a new Ultima. I would like a proper sequel to Baldur's Gate because they were billing Dragon Age at E3 at uh, the spiritual sequel to Baldur's Gate. But I don't understand how that could be because it looked arse. <laughs> so, so a proper one in two D. Did it look rubbish, did it? Looked alright. I, I, I'm a bit of a mood with Bioware. I got a feeling they're a bit crap. Except to them to redeem, except to, except to them to redeem themselves in my eyes. It's all about CD Projekt these days. Played The Witcher Enhanced Edition at E3. That was awesome. And when that comes on the 360, it's going to be getting 99. percent 99. Why me? That is. Uh, I'll tell you what they should do, uh, Rob. You're like this. Is they should give us a new KGB like on the, oh. the Amiga. KGB is like the best adventure game ever. Yeah, it's brilliant. It like makes Monkey Island look gash. KG, KGB was the business. Especially the CD-ROM uh, bit, uh, sort of expansion with Donald Sutherland as the guy who gives you advice in flashback. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I don't remember it's called that. Conspiracy. Oh, I don't plan yeah, to play that. I'll lend it to you. I've got it. I have both versions. Oh, I had what? it on the Amiga, not on the, not on the PC. That's the point. Talk about point and clicks. So they should bring back Broken Sword. I'd be well up for another Broken, Broken Sword. Sword. Mm. Broken Sword came out last year. The year before last. No, it's, it must be about two and a half years back. Yeah, surely. Yeah, but there's been no sign of a, a new one. Shocking. There must be. There's got to be another one. Cecil's lost it. He's, yeah, he's mentally gone. Cecil, isn't it? Cecil's it gone. It was better than Sleeping Dragon. They're both. They're both all. No, Angel. Both. Was it Angel of Darkness? Angel of Darkness. Is that right? No, was that's, that the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Angel it was of Angel of Death. Angel of Death. That was alright. It's good. You need to play yourself some old school graphic adventures, Pele. I'll lend you some. <laughs> you played Barrow Hill yet? No, not yet, Rob. Being That's because literally no one in the world's played it apart from you, Rob. You found it down the bottom the lost, of your garden the in the rabbit hut. The Lost Crown's Girl, I've been playing that recently, and also Overclocked, A History of Violence. What? History of Violence? If you read That's 14 that times. Film if with, you see uh, four, no, it's not that film. If you, see, if you read 14 <laughs> times, you'll always see these cheap graphic adventures advertised in the History yeah, of yeah, Violence? What, based on, the, based on the film? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's called Overclocked, A History of Violence. It's got some random bloke on the front. Uh, right. It's good, good graphic adventure. I'll tell you what, there was a, another good graphic adventure that you probably you played. I remember when I first started at Future, it was, uh, we used to be next to, uh, I used to work on Nintendo Mag, used to be next to uh, Games Master Magazine, and they used to review loads of, like, obviously more PC stuff mm. than they used to now. And um, I remember on the second day, I went to the kitchen and uh, got myself a, a cup of tea, and I was just looking over, and this one of the guys on there was playing a, a PC adventure. But it was like one of the, you remember Phantasmagoria? Oh, is it Realms of the Haunting? No. Remember Phantasmagoria? It was like that, that where it's had loads of FMV in it as well. Yeah. Well, this one also had a lot in... And did you know what the, it was about? Like, it, was, it, was, it was a sexy kind of uh, adventure uh, set on the slopes, on like um, ski slopes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've, I've... Do you remember what... The, it was on Games Master's Gore special once, but I can't remember what it's called. Do you remember called. what the name of the game was? Remember, can you remember what the name of the yeah. game was? What was it called? Snow Job. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't... Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that no. is a good name. If you do want a good, good old school sort of shooter stroke horror adventure, Realms of Haunting is very good. Phantasmagoria. Yeah, that is cool. I, me- I remember that actually. Phantasmagoria is hysterical but terrible. Yeah. Gabriel Knight 2 if you want the best FMV game, adventure game. Or the Goosebumps. Dark Seed. <laughs> That's a good horror game. It is. Pretty, it very is. dated. Oh, what? It looks gash now. Yeah, I suppose it probably would look rubbish. Ga- Gabriel know. Knight, don't look any further. Look out for my making of appearing in Edge sometime soon. No, nah, I don't bother with that. <laughs> Not that bombshell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. Reese, I wouldn't bother checking that out unless you want. Unless you want eight pages of badly written copy. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, um, and we will uh, speak to you soon. See you. Bye bye.